Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we love to amplify the voices of women whose stories are moving and meaningful. Um, today, I'm super excited to have a guest on whom I've known for years, but not in the way that we're about to get to know her today. So Chelsea Barons, welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. Thank you. Happy to be here. You bet. You bet. So we have been friends for a mighty long time. I'm shocked that you haven't been on my podcast yet. I was like, what? Um, this is this is a podcast that should have been done years ago. But I guess, you know, everything is meant to be and the timing is right because you have a new gig. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Oh, thank you, Susan. And I love your podcast and how you elevate and rise and bring up other women in the business. So Thank you. And yes, I do have a new exciting gig and it started years ago as a side hustle. And now it's my full-time gig. I am a career coach. So I help professional women find a career that they love so that they can not only rise up and make a difference, but also earn more is part of that. I'm also a professional speaker, Susan, and just finished in the last few months a talk at DocuSign and One Login. So excited to start this journey, uh, which started in March, and, and I'm just delving in and loving having my own business. You know what? You were um, not necessarily a best kept secret because you have amazing clients and have for a long time. But I love that this is 100% your focus because I think it's your vocation, your calling, your ikigai. You know, it's what you were meant to do and you're so good at it. I'm excited to promote you. I have a lot of friends who are coaches um, and some of them I would go to myself and you're among those. So good for you. Um, why don't you do this for me? Why don't you tell me a little bit about your career journey that got you to where you are? And maybe if you have had it yet, your proudest professional accomplishment. You got it. Okay. My career started different than a lot of people I know in that I started my career in Hollywood. So after college, I had this dream of working in Hollywood and I was fortunate enough through a friend of a friend who called a producer's assistant and they got me a position to fill in as a receptionist. And from there, I made my way into public relations. So working for a celebrity publicist and then very quickly was at Marvel Studios. So working for the head of Marvel as his personal assistant. And wow. I, yeah, and I'll tell you, Susan, I got into this role and here I am, the upper echelon of Hollywood, looking around saying, wow, this, this is amazing. I get to meet all the producers and the directors and the actors. And a about a year in, I started saying, hey, you know, this, this road looked not what I thought it was going to be like. <laughs> I can imagine it's, you know, it's, it's, it's make-believe, my friend. <laughs> yes, it, it truly is. And I was, I saw long hours ahead of me. I saw not much of a life ahead of me. So I decided to depart Hollywood and I moved up to Seattle and that's when I, a couple of years after being in Seattle, I was in accounting of all things, Susan, and I went to school for communication. 
studied communication, I think similar to you. So accounting was not my comfort zone at all. What I thought it was, was it's going to be my quote unquote career. So I got into that. And then after a few years there, I said, Hey, this, this isn't it either. Uh, And then got into tech where I found my true happy place and started in implementation and then completed in solutions consulting. So talking to prospective clients about the solution that we were providing. And that's when I started my business because I started to open up to all this different type of possibility. And uh, yeah, just it, it opened me up and gave me new light, new life. And as far as the proudest professional accomplishment, it, you know, I was thinking about this and it truly was starting my business. I I hear you. I can bet. I want to say one quick thing. Um, The accounting world is probably glad to have lost you because you are meant to do something that's way more uh, open and out there and public and um, definitely you, you took me through me for a loop when you said my background is education. And then I took a job in accounting. I'm like, what? That's yes. like totally different languages, but go you that you could, uh, okay. and go you that you now have reached your proudest professional accomplishment. And there's just, you know, all the, the, the steps up the mountain, there are many paths to the mountaintop, right? Yes. So all those paths that you took, you're going to, you know, your trajectory is great now doing what you love to do. Um, I'm going to podcast you again in five years and see where you are from there and how, how happy you are. I'm sure you're grinning ear to ear, but let me ask you this. Did you have a mentor or someone who inspired you along the way? Yeah, there are three women that come to mind. And the first one is not someone I've met yet, although she has been a guiding light for me since I was in my teenage years. And the reason why she's a guiding light before I tell you who it is, is because she has remained authentic and she has been transparent about her life. And she has helped so many people around the world discover who they truly are and how they contribute to society. And that inspirational mentor is Oprah. And the other- Love her. Yes. And the other two that come to mind were women that I worked with, one named Kat and another named Nicole. And both of these women, the reason why I think of them is because they took the time, Susan, to see me in my true light. And it takes a special person to, to do that. And that is when a mentorship really takes off when the person who is mentoring also sees the person they are mentoring in their true light, because the the mentee will always see the mentor in their true light. So when it goes the other way, that's when it really sparks. I agree. And it's not easy to find, believe it or not, folks, it's not easy to find mentees who are confident yet or comfortable enough yet to show their true colors. So to have a mentor who inspires that opens a safe door um, for you to, for for you to go there. That's, that's really great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I find that being a mentee, you have work to do too. Um, And -hmm. sometimes they're not yet ready to um, do it without a little help from the mentor. So good that you had that kind of mentorship. Yes. That is awesome. Well, I know that you help women just like I do. Um, 
you help them in a very unique way. I love your amazing business model and the way that you build your database and your relationships and your network and the fact that you give voice or amplify the voices of so many women in business. That big setup said, you know, tell me what your ideas are and how we can um, advise women to support other women in business. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And yes, I have done three online shows, which one of them you were part of. And I'm so grateful to that, to you being part of that. And it's, it's opening the door and connecting each other to the people who are going to make the biggest difference. So here's an example. Just this morning, I was talking to a woman and immediately I thought of somebody else that would bring tremendous value to her. So being able to connect them is one way. So connecting women to, to one another. Yep. And supporting them financially there. We, oh, have, uh, yeah, we have a choice in who we buy from, what we buy. And soon enough, women are going to have the most money, at least in the United States with the baby boomer generation, uh, the men passing on, we're going to have a lot of women with money in their pockets. And there are so many ways that you can spend your money. So supporting the women, small business owners, supporting, getting the word out about women who are in business, that kind of thing. Even to the point of your dentist or your OBGYN or your regular physician or your, you know, it's not just, yes, you should shop at women-owned businesses, right? And hire women and help to minimize that pay gap and create great change. But even in your own personal life, like who is your dentist? Who is your doctor? Who is your banker? Who is your um, financial advisor? Is it a woman? I mean, women communicate differently than men. So I find it much easier um, to be understood and to understand the service provider when she and I are speaking, um, you know, from a place of empathy or with transformational leadership skills, that sort of stuff. Um, I like that. I look around me and I say, where can I support women in business? That is a great, great, great idea. Say so financially, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, I know it's never the bed of roses that it appears on most podcasts. We talk about, you know, what we do, what we love to do, who we are, how happy we are doing what we do. What about the rough times? What about a challenge or setback that you might've had? How did you overcome that? Because we want to make this relatable to the audience, not unattainable. We want them to know, hey, you know, it's not always easy. And here's what I did to get through what I went through. Yeah. Yes. And that is life, right? With the ups come, come the downs, just the, the roller coaster of life. And there was a point in my career. So like we said, I, I went into accounting and it did not match with the communication degree that I held. And yet at the same time, I gained a lot of skills from that job, of course, in about, I want to say about four years in, I had had an opportunity to manage that team and it got dissolved because leadership changes, et cetera. So I decided to stay and I was so unhappy in that job. And I was looking for so many different ways out. And 
what I was doing is I was staying in the same realm. So I was looking for different accounting type positions at different companies and getting offers. And I just knew in my heart that it wasn't what I was meant to be doing anymore. And so what I did, and it took me time to figure this out with a lot of help uh, from friends and colleagues, I ended up hiring a coach at that time. And that was the first time I hired a coach. And I thought it was for fancy people, you know, and, <laughs> and, the, and that coach really helped me see possibility, which is one of the reasons why I do what I do today. So, so asking for that help and letting people know what you were going through to yeah. get the different perspective. Embracing that vulnerability and just putting it out there. I love that you said you thought it was for fancy people. Um, I get that. I get what you're saying, but everybody needs a coach. Sometimes everybody needs not just a sounding board that, you know, it's not someone just to vent to it's someone to help prevent problems and to solve problems you might be experiencing in a way that um, empowers you to help yourself. Right. So it's not a crutch. It's, it's, and it's not just for fancy people. Everybody needs a coach. Um, yeah. I, I, even I, who look like I have all my it together, uh, and I do actually most days, I too need a coach, you know, so, and I'm no fancy person, as y'all know. <laughs> what you see is what you get, sister. That's right. All right. So let me ask you this. Um, I know a lot about you, so this might be a little bit of a challenge, but um, tell me something surprising that maybe your inner circle doesn't know, or maybe a surprising fact about you that most of your clients don't know. Mm. Mm, I love that. Mm. <laughs> working, so working in Hollywood, there are all kinds of stories that I can tell you. And or should my, it? <laughs> shouldn't, but here, here is here's one that, mm, that just gave me new light on Hollywood. And I went to, went to a party in Sunset Hills and I decided to not have any alcohol and just enjoy the party and observe it as, as an outsider. So I observed this party, it was a famous um, band and it was up in the Hollywood Hills. And I got to watch the interactions. And that night when, when we were, we needed a ride back to our car because it was down at the bottom of the hill down on sunset. And so we got into the back of a pickup truck <laughs> to, to get a ride down the hill. And there was a famous person in the front who was so upset, you know, who are these people in the back of the truck? I don't know who they are. And what I learned in that moment, Susan, was, wow, to be famous, you really need to be thinking all the time, number one, how you appear to others, and number two, who's around you, who's in your personal space, and what are they going to say about you? Yeah. And maybe she thought, was it a she? No, it was a man. Okay, maybe he thought, maybe he thought he was a little too fancy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe a little too fancy. Yes. It was very, it was an eye-opening experience. And there were, there were a lot of stories like that, that a lot of people like to hear the stories. And that's one I like to tell because it just shows you that there, there is some reality to being a famous person. Yeah. It's about, so I think we all live this sometimes, maybe daily, maybe not. Um, 
but it to me strikes me as the story of a person versus their persona. And when you get those confused and you forget who you are as a person and you become your persona, it can be dangerous. It can be um, self-limiting and it can be hurtful to your to others as well. So um, save the persona for behind the camera when you're filming, right? Not for real life. Yes, and I, I like that you brought that up too, Susan, because with social media and how people- oh, yeah portray themselves on social media versus who they are in person, you, you can still come up against that. You bet. That avatar is, um, for many, uh, what they consider a safe space to say and do things they would never do face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. um, which is why so many books have been written about you know, viral hate and the evils mm -hmm. of social media. And um, I use it for good and not evil. But people who know me know that what you see is what you get. So yeah. like it or not, it is what it is. And honestly, people say, should you put that on social media? And I'm like, if I would say it in person and it could be printed on the front page of the newspaper, yes. Right. So it. And those people who are attracted to that, that's my tribe. That's my posse. Mm. If they're not, they're probably not in my tribe or posse. And I've learned to be okay with that. Learn to be okay yes. with that. Yes. So. I love yeah. So I'm kind of, I hope it's not Captain America who was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody from Marvel. Nobody from Marvel. Okay. Good, good. I was just like, oh no, don't kill it for me. Not Thor <laughs> either. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All right. Then I'm good. Well, I know people are going to want to learn more about what you're doing now in your coaching business and how motivational you are. You have a library of resources like none other because of the work you did, you did um, in the past many years uh, with your shows, right? So yes. you are like the oracle of good advice. <laughs> you're, you're the young white Oprah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> there you go. So tell us how to reach you if we want to book a call or learn more or get to know you better. Yes. Yeah. So my website is a great place to go. It's rise to the occasion.com. And I spend most of my time on LinkedIn under Chelsea Barron's. You can also find me on Instagram at Chelsea Seattle. And on occasion, you'll see some of the Instagram posts or some live videos on Facebook at Seattle rise or under rise to the occasion. Very nice. I love the name that you chose. That so says it all. I want to ask you about these little videos just because I'm interested. I'm a little behind the times on that. What technology or app or, or do you mm -hmm. use for those quick um, and do they have closed caption? Great question. Okay. So I use, I use my regular camera on my phone to shoot those videos. And then I use a subtitle app and I, believe it's simply called CC subtitles. And so you just pop the video in there and it does some AI to pick up the subtitles and you can make corrections before you download it to your phone and then pop it up to social media. Wow. So easy peasy. <laughs> yes. I have a team and I've been telling them we need to do these like two minute videos, just talk about, you know, the things uh, that we can do to help others and, you know, put the closed caption. And somebody's like, we need to hire a videographer. And I'm like, no, no, I think there's some kind of app for that. Um, yeah. is, I'm totally dating myself here. I'll think there's an app for that. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there's <laughs> an app for that. 
there's an app for almost everything now, I guess. Um, so I'm so happy. My cheeks are burning. I'm laughing so hard. I'm so happy to have you on the show. And um, I know you personally, you are all the things. You're everything you said you were and more. And folks, I trust Chelsea 100%. Um, she's, she's the real deal. So she even flew down to San Francisco for one of my live on stage events, which we miss so terribly. Thank you, COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, but the next one will be in Chicago. And if it's in you to move uh, to fly out there, I'd love to see you in the audience um, and someday on stage because we are bringing it to Seattle in the next four years, within the next four years. So, all right, Miss Chelsea, anything else you want to say before we say our goodbyes? I would say to everybody that even if you don't feel like you've hit that thing that you want to do yet, Keep going, keep searching, keep striving, keep uncovering and keep believing in yourself because it is possible. I love that. I love uncovering. It is almost like it's there. You just need to reveal it. Yeah. Um, I love that thought that that's, yeah, we have a lot to learn, but there's a lot within us. We don't give ourselves credit for. So I love the uncovering comment. All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening. And Chelsea, thank you for being here and look for more from me about Chelsea, because I'm probably going to be doing some kind of email campaign, sharing more about her great social media presence and her website as well. So uh, look for that in your email inboxes, folks. And Chelsea, thank you again. Thank you, Susan. Bye-bye, everybody.